Welcome to the first episode of the Meet and Greet podcast, aka the TMAC podcast, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Casey Gal, where I sit down with creative entrepreneurs and have intimate living room like conversations about their process, upbringing, and early inspirations. So today we got a very, very special guest, 2020 wedding videographer of the year, your fiance's favorite cinematographer. Yeah, I read your bio. <laughs> House lead videographer, editor, uh, Filipino Don, uh, mentor to me, an all-around great guy. Welcome to the podcast, Eddie Crystal, aka Eddie Can. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you having me on here as your first guest. I'm honored. I figured, like, you know, like you'd have someone even bigger on your, you know, on your first episode. But you know, shout out to you for asking me to be on your first episode up here podcasts and so many more you know appreciate it man you know we gotta keep it close to the family you know keep it close um but how's everything man how you doing it's good it's good man just trying to survive this pandemic you know not trying to catch the the rona (laughs) you know staying safe staying inside only leaving when i need to but yeah like things have been just kind of in a standstill like terms of like shooting wise but like i'm sure it's the same for you Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, how you been, man? I haven't, I haven't talked to you since the last house, like uh, Ahmed and Lamar panel, you know? Yeah, it has been what? That was in February, I think, right? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like time's flying. It's crazy, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been good, man. Just trying to keep sane, you know. Just and the thing is with me is that I've always pushed back personal projects like this podcast, and I always say I'll do it later in the summertime and all, but now I'm like, right. it's a perfect time where like I can just bring people together and like everybody got more time now. So it's like, you know, we got to get to something. We got to agree. Agree. Like uh, now's the time to either get better or work on something that you've been wanting to work on or um, learn new things and things like that. Like, um, you know, I'm working on some couple side projects and learning a few things. Like, what what have you been like working on or learning, like since? I just been. Um, I think the first thing is I just been taking like my my YouTube very consistent, like like full on. I know that like all my other projects are like dead at this point, so it's all my personal projects from like this podcast, my YouTube, just building my personal brand instead of my um, right like media brand in a way. You know what I mean? Right. So just focusing on that, it's been, it's been great. Um, and just being, keeping busy that that's like the hardest part because like, I feel like I get like boredom is such a, like, it's like for, for me, I, I think that boredom is such a big deal, but then it's like, you know, there's people in the world like that are going through way worse right now. So I shouldn't be complaining. So just trying to keep busy, trying to learn YouTube. Yeah, man. That's good, man. I see you. I see you posting consistently on your YouTube. So that's good, man. Trying, bro. I'm trying. Um, the first thing I wanted to get into is like, what got you into like filmmaking, like uh, in like early childhood? You know, how was it like in a Filipino household? Um, what got me into like what got me into just like shooting was, um, in in high school. So there was this program called Computer Technologies or ComTech. And I think I was in there like grade 10, 11, all the way to like OAC, which is like grade 13 that they had at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of our projects was, um, all right, like, you know, they taught us how to, the basics of like shooting, importing your, your footage and cutting it and that's it. 
like simple like cuts like and they're like okay now make a project like it's going to be worth like 30% of your mark and uh yeah go for it so like everyone like once the teacher said that everyone's like shooting their ideas and all the teachers like oh that's a good idea that's a good idea yeah was Eddie, what about you i'm like oh i'm gonna shoot like a a hip-hop video like a like a documentary like a like the four elements of hip-hop and he goes oh like that's that's been done before and everyone's failed before that before you you know everyone's that tried before you like failed so like you know maybe try something different i go no like the, the way i have i have a vision right so like the way that he knocked me down like my teacher um kind of added fuel to the fire so like i shot the video like i did the four elements of hip-hop like uh battling MCing, b-boying um and dj and graffiti um and then like i was the first to present and i made it to a point to my teacher like yo i have to present first because i want to show you like what what i produce you know what i mean yeah you're gonna prove so then like yeah so everyone like gave me like a standing clapping ovation like after my presentation after the video and like he he apologized in front of everybody like to me like Yo, I'm sorry I doubted you. Can I use your video in like next semester and show it to like future students? I was like, yeah, for sure, you know. So like after that, like I got hooked from there, you know. It was like game over, you know. That's it. That's it. I feel like I feel like that. I have like the a very similar story to that, but yeah, it's great that it's like some like a lot of times in life we have great ideas where you think it's like the dopest ideas and like people just like turn it down, but when they see the results that's when they come back around and like, you know, support you. So that's yeah, it. you know, cause like your, your vision is different. Like you might try to explain it to someone and they might not see it the way you see it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's like, wait till you see like what I, what I come up with and then, you know, critique it. Right. So. So how did that, for example, like, how did that, like, after you made that presentation and everything, like, how was like, how was that like feeling? And how did it like, how did people act around you in high school? Like after that, like, um, more or less, like as I was producing the video, like I was shooting it, I was running around school, talking to MCs, talking to DJs, like going all the way to Scarborough. And I, I, I lived at Etobicoke. I went to Michael Power at that time. And I like, I, I rode the train from like Kipling all the way to like, Kennedy Station, and they had that one spot as you approach Kennedy Station was pure graffiti walls. Yeah. And at yeah. that time, I didn't know there was graffiti alley, so I had, to, I had to go all the way to Kennedy Station and just <laughs> kind of shoot B-roll of like the graffiti walls. Um, and I, I was, ta- I was just doing random interviews with students, teachers, talking about like the influence of of, of hip hop and and the culture, things like that. So, um, going back to your question. It, people saw me what I was doing and they were, they would come into the editing suite and see like how it was like progressing. Mm-hmm. And one guy was kind of had the same concept and he was, he was editing right beside me. And this is when we had like the huge, like tube max, you know, the colorful tube max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was editing on those and like using like a high eight HD, like, um, like camcorder where you, you needed a firewire to like import your footage. But yeah, like people would be like, yo, like the guy who was editing beside me was like, yo man like you're gonna kill it like just seeing like half of your footage is like man it's game over i was like yo respect you know and like this is a partner project yeah i didn't mind that my pod like my partner didn't do anything because like i just wanted to just kill it because my teacher doubted me and i was like yo i have this i have this idea i need to to let it come to fruition and just you know just kill it you know so 
Yeah, so you're like, all right, that's it. I'm taking one for the team. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> only a few, pe- only a few people that have been following me were like, yo, like, you're dope at this. Like, you should, you should like get into this. But like, it was like my last year, and I, you know, when I realized I wanted to get into it, I was like, yo, I, I kind of want to get into it. And we did a field trip to Sheridan, and Sheridan's like one of the top schools at the time for like animation, video production, things like that. And my teacher's like, man, like you, you kill your project. You like you have talent, but it's already late in the game. Like you're everyone ever submitted their, you know, their submissions to schools. People got accepted. Mm. Like you'd have to take a year off. And I said, I can't take a year off. Like my parents would kill me. You know, having yeah. Asian parents, like you can't take a year off. So I just went to something random, like. I think it was like computer programming. I ended up dropping out like half a semester after that. So, yeah. Um, uh, every time like I meet a photographer, videographer, anybody, I always ask them this question: What was your first camera? Like that you bought, not that someone like gave you. Like you bought with your own hard work, money. Oh man, I think it was like a Canon one of those the first canon rebels it was like not not even the t2i it was like those commercial ones that i bought off like yeah i think it was still radio shock before it was called radio shock before it turned yeah the before the tti yeah 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 so like i bought that and then i didn't use it for a while and then i was gonna like i saw it when i moved and i was like man i haven't used this camera like at all like i bought it and i didn't use it but i was like i'm just gonna put it up on kijiji but before I put it up, I started playing around with it and started shooting like little stuff and didn't even shoot 60 frames. It just shoot, it just shot like 30 frames tops, but I was just learning how to use it, kind of refreshing my memory on like, um, like how to use the camera, how to use a big three in terms of F-stop, shutter, ISO and everything. So kind of refresh it, hit up YouTube University for like YouTube University, <laughs> man. You know, Game so. changer. Yo, that's it, man. So, like, yeah. So, I, yeah, I started off with that until, like, I started charging people, like, for, like, promo videos for fitness, fashion, things like that. And then I'd stash some coins to buy, like... Yeah, so, I I actually, yeah. that's, like, one thing we can transition to is, like, what was what were you first shooting? Like, before, like, after that school project and, like, like, what were you first shooting? I'm curious to, like, know that. To be honest, it was like I was like heavy into fitness at the time, so I was shooting a lot of fitness videos. So I would shoot like my gym's like videos. I shoot like my own videos, like of me, my 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 boys working out. Until someone was like, "Yo, like, how much is it to shoot like a promo video? Like, I'm a personal trainer." I was like, "Ah, I don't know, like fifty bucks." (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know how they charge at the time. So you know, like it started off with like that, like you know, like and then someone would see that video and, and then like, you know, the fitness community is pretty like, they all follow each other. So it's like, oh, like, you know, another person would hit me up and say like, yo, I want a video like that. And then, yeah, just kind of fitness and then some random like, like beauty pageant, fashion shows kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I didn't get into weddings for like, uh, maybe like a year, year and a half. Yeah. Um, so yeah. a year after that, let's say like, like let's transition over to like, because you're like the I always tell people, yo, this guy's like literally the goat of like wedding videography. If when I'm getting married, I know who to call. If anybody asks me, yo, I'm getting married, video guy, I know Eddie's the guy. But yeah, when did you start like getting into like weddings and like, you know, transitioning over to that other than like your fitness stuff? Um 
maybe like three, three, three and a half years ago. So I didn't, I didn't even like, I didn't even think about shooting weddings, you know, like I didn't even know, like when I think of weddings at that time, like three, four years ago, it wasn't that popular for videos because like when I thought of wedding videos, I would think of just like an old man with a tripod and like a big camcorder and just hits record and like everyone watches like an hour, two hour long video, you know, it's not cut like minimal transitions, like minimal cuts, whatever. Right. All my siblings weddings is like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's, 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 that was a time back then. Right. Right. But now like, you know, it's different times, like, you know, video, video productions like evolving. So like, you know, someone was like, I think, I forget who it was, but a lady was like, yo, you should try shooting wedding videos. And I was like, I don't know what, like, I know weddings, I've been to weddings. Like, I know, I know how it goes, but I don't know one thing about, about, uh, shooting wedding. So here I go again. I enrolled into YouTube University, you know, followed a few wedding chat, like wedding videography channels and like studied that for like a few weeks until mm-hmm. like I would like shoot, like I would shoot on the side until I, I would like get like camera equipment, like audio equipment. Cause I had a camera gear. I had a little bit of lighting, but I didn't have the audio and I knew audio was key Super to like key. a wedding, Super you know? Key. So I was like, I don't have audio. So let me, let me, let me stash some coin and like buy like a piece of audio gear that I can use to like, uh, you know, like capture like the, the speeches and like the vows and like the letter readings and things like that. So yeah, like I got into it. Like actually, um, I posted like an ad on Kijiji, which is like a, a, a dope tip for like beginners. Cause listen to this guys, <laughs> write this down. Yeah. Like I, I put a, an ad, like, uh, like, you know, like cheap wedding videographer, you know, like looking to build a portfolio. So I would get hits, but people would look at my website and I like, had no wedding portfolio, but they would see like my other stuff until this one lady was like, yo, I like your stuff. Like, I think, I believe that you can like do a wedding based on like your other work. I only have like a small amount of budget left over. Like, would you be down to, to shoot it? I was like, hell yeah. So she's like, Yo, can I get on a call with you and, and just kind of like ask you a few questions? So I think I was I was at Starbucks at the time and I was like talking to her for like an hour straight. And like I come up from a customer service background. Like I have about like nine, ten years worth of customer service, like working in corporate. So like I used my corp my, my customer service to the advantage. Like I spoke to her, like I, I put on my, my customer service voice and I was talking to her with a smile yeah. because I was I was excited that she's about to give me a chance. Like mm-hmm. she never locked anything down yet, but she's about, she might give me a chance at shooting her wedding. So she's like, cool. Like, I love your energy. Like, you know, like you seem like you, you can do this. And I, I, I could hear your passion. Like, let me talk to my fiance. So next day she's like, yo, I, I, I want to book you, but I want to meet with you in person and give you the deposit. I said, cool. And she's like, oh, like just an FYI, like I spoke to many videographers and like, I, the reason why I chose you is because I could hear you smile behind like the phone, you know? And she's like, everyone else I spoke to was very monotone. Is like, yeah, this is the price. Yeah, this is what you get. Like, very monotone, like, mm-hmm. not enthusiastic, not passionate. And she's like, out of everybody that I spoke to, like, you, like, stood out. Like, you passed with flying colors. And I was like, damn, damn. like, my customer service, like, experience paid off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, That's dope because yeah. I, always, I always tell people, it's like, there's always, like, stuff that you catch on to in your life that are always going to help you in your business in a way. So it's like it's called transferable to- skills, man. Yeah. Transferable so. skills. Like anything like your jobs, like there are skills that you can transfer to 
to anything in life, you know? Mm-hmm. And like in our industry, I think customer service, like that's one of the secret sauce that a lot of people fail to, to utilize. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I feel like in a way, it takes one person to give you a chance. And that one person, like, hey, you're going to put that on your portfolio and now you're going to even look more professional. And a lot of times when it comes to these clients and stuff, um, they don't always want to work with the biggest, you know, like biggest, you, I always, me, I always tell myself, you're never going to be the best photographer, but yep. where you're going to be is you're going to give it your all. You're going to, you're going to be there early. You know, you just, there's like, it's all the little things that add up that you do. That's going to make you stand out from everyone else in the crowd. And once you get Great. like one, two, three, four, five people, um, seeing your work and accepting it, then boom, it's like, it's like water, like stuff is just going to come easy to you. So yeah, it's just, Agreed. it's just nice Agreed. hearing like, you know, like it just, that one person that just gave you a chance, everybody has like that moment. And that's I just, it. Like, you know, like a lot of people like that start off, it's like, they'll hit up like, you know, like 50 people and only one person will hit them up. And that's how they get their start because one person was like, all right, like, I'll give you that chance. Like, I believe you can do it. And because that one person gave you a chance, like you kill it, you know, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you kill it. And, and you, it's like, yo, you gave me this chance. I'm going to kill it for you. And like, and even more, you know, and go above and beyond. So. Uh, so I wanted to ask you like over the years, you probably had like some sort of process or things that you do. What is, what are things that you absolutely need to do? before during or after a wedding when you're shooting like if i don't do this nothing's gonna go well um so like my process like before a wedding is um i would i prep like literally almost half a week before half a week to a week before the wedding date um so i would check all right like let me just double check the contract make sure i have everything um that i'm supposed to give and the deliverables like and the expectations. Um, then I would start prepping like my equipment. So like I have to like make sure everything's fully charged. All my memory cards are like clear. Um, you know, just because like it's like warm up for us. So like you wanna you wanna you wanna make sure that all that stuff is on point because like if you go on the field and you shoot and your all your batteries are low, like you that's gonna give you yeah. tough times, man. So, like, I want to make sure, like, I can last throughout the whole 8 to 12, 14-hour day without Mm -hmm. any technical difficulties, right? So, I want to make sure all my gear is on point. I want to make sure I I pick the right lenses. I I research, all right, where's the venue? Um, You know, where's where's the area? So, I make sure, like, my Google Maps are, like, on my GPS or on my phone. So, like, I know logistically, like, where where I'm supposed to go. Also, I ask for, like, an itinerary of like what like from the bride to be like all right i'm supposed to be here at this time and ceremonies at that time and receptions at this time this location so i want to make sure i'm on the right right like right places right time and and not late i'm always i always try to be early even super early to a point where i'm bored because i'm super early you know what i mean but you know i'd rather be early and shoot some b-roll or even do some interviews or things like that than coming in late and, and miss a few things. So, um, yeah, I want to make sure that's my process. And then after, like, I have to dump the footage after. So, yeah. like, I get home, 
this is just like a crucial like yeah you mess this up it's over (laughs) yo like i have to sometimes i dump the footage like during the reception so like i'm dumping as i'm going like throughout the day um so i'm dumping i'm dumping especially if i give raw videos to the clients i'm dumping the footage as i'm dumping the footage for them i'm dumping the footage for me so when i get home i don't really have to dump it i I will dump it when i get home to another drive to a backup drive because you want to you want to back it up at least two to three times you know like 100 percent, yeah yeah and for video it's way worse than photos (laughs) oh my (laughs) you take a five minute video and it takes up a whole like i respect you guys way more just because of that i was like yo like i I can uh, when you're a photographer like a two terabyte hard drive can last you probably a whole year yeah 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 you're good on photos yeah you're 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 probably good for a month Yeah, man, I, I go through so many drives. Like, in this thing, like, I got, like, eight drives in there. So I invested in, like, a, a network-attached or, ne- yeah, network-attached system drive, a NAS drive. Yeah. So, like, I can, like, put in slots and, like, uh, build, like, a kind of server where I can, mm-hmm. like, remotely or even at home just kind of um, dump footage and also, like, um, take it from the cloud. So it's a, it's a good way to... Just kind of like how like ITs do with with their jobs, they have like a separate location, right? In case their whatever reason their their building goes on fire, all their stuff is safe in a different location, you know. Yeah, backing up is like super important because oh, it's crucial. It's a crucial part of the game. Man. Everybody, everybody, like I always tell people back up your stuff, but like everybody doesn't really listen to the advice. So there's always a time where somebody something happens when you're on a job, and that that's going to teach you a lesson for like life. Like after mm-hmm. what that happens, you're going to be, you're going to be so sad of what, like, ha- like let's say for example, you shot that 12 hour wedding and after you lose all the footage, for example, let's say it's like your second wedding that you ever shot. Once that happens, you will back it up. You'll be so paranoid every shoot three, four times. Then it'll just become a habit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once you make one mistake, like it'll never happen again. Never right? happen again. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually wanted to transition to is when did we actually meet? Because we've been sh- we shoot a lot. <laughs> I think I met you the first time at like I think it was like a BMO corporate event. It wasn't even at a house. Yeah, it was at a BMO corporate event. That's that exactly Mark, what man. Yeah, Mark Mark Valena all hired me you. And I don't know if Mark Nelson. hired you, but it was, and yeah, Nelson, no yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, I, that was the first time I met you, and then literally, maybe like a, a week or two or whatever. A after, week or two, yeah, yeah. It was like I, then we bumped into each other at house. Yeah. So it just to like if you guys are just tuning in, um, Eddie is the lead videographer and editor for House. So he. If, if he does like 99% of the stuff for a video for house other than like if he's booked for a wedding it's the other Eddie or like some other people but man like the stuff you do for house that that's actually like what what I wanted to transition to is that we know that you're you're the sickest um wedding videographer but people don't even know like how versatile you are like it's actually crazy like you can literally shoot anything <laughs> And that's like yeah. for the house stuff, like people don't know, like I'm gonna put up on the screens, like like some of my favorite work is like your your Safety brothers and 
and the Ruigi one that you did like it's just like I don't know like when I when I see your edits it's just like it's crazy like this guy's a wedding videographer and editor but like when you see like your house stuff it looks so dope you're like you never think that a wedding guy did this even though I'm not I'm not trying to put you in a box or anything because yeah, I know yeah, yeah. like we like we shoot like different stuff all the time but I'm just like like a regular person seeing your account be like hey he did this too oh snap so just talk about like how like what's your approach to like all your house stuff and how it is um my, it's just i use the same approach to like to, to everything i shoot is more like i'm there and i'm the eye to capture and i want to capture the vibe of of that event or whatever i'm shooting right and like, so like, you know, Mark Valen is the, the producer um, for House. So, you know, he's like, he invited me, I forget what our first one was, but he asked me to edit. I think you asked me to edit Aerosons. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'll edit it. So then I edited Aerosons, um, like the videos on, on IG. And then he's like, oh, why don't you come shoot like one of the, one of the events? Like you can be like Ecamm or whatever. So I think I was, which one was the first one that we shot? I think it was, I forget what it was, man. It was done so many. Was it Metro Boomin or there was someone before that? Is it Strange Loops? Could be Strange Loops. I don't remember, but. It's one of those, Metro or Strange Loops. I think that was yeah. the last one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah um yeah he, i guess he was like yeah come shoot it and then after i shot he's like oh you want to edit it too i was like all right cool i did it um so then like i remember bumping me, like, into you to that i was like i remember walking into the room like i i'm like yeah i know right i was like yeah, i remember you from b-boy man you know so um yeah so like my approach is basically like i capture it like mark sends me a reference of how how it should look like or what they want it to look like um so i was like all right cool and ever since then i've been following the format sometimes i'll switch it up like um like the safety bros that's that's the safety bros when i seen that i'm like bro i love the fact that you switched it up on that like i was yeah. like and the game it, it, you added like a film vibe to it i was like bro this guy just killed it it's funny enough like i I, I came into the edit, like, because I'm like, yo, these guys are in the film industry. They talked about film. They talked about, like, you know, being cinephiles and, and things like that. So I'm like, yo, I have to make this filmic, you know? So I made it filmic, but I totally forgot to make it, like, the house style. You know the typical house style? Yeah. The different tiles and things like that. Uh -huh, yeah. Um, so when I sent, like, the first cut to, to Mark, um, I didn't hear nothing back. So I was like, man, like, you know, like, usually I get revisions or notes. But I was like, I messaged him right after I sent like first cut. And I was like, yo, I totally forgot to make it like the house style. He goes, yo, it's all good, man. Like, it's all good, right? Um, but yeah, that, the first cut ended up being like the final cut, I think. And like you, you, I, the next panel, you're like, yo, that safety cut you did was dope. And I was like, yo, It was what? my favorite. Personally, out, yeah. of, out of all the house stuff that you did, I was like, bro, like, I was like, because it was so different in a way, but you the way that you added like the film vibe to it it like matched the mood so people are really yeah, and that's what people, i want to do 
and like people are not really looking at all right let's see like the tiles and stuff people are more looking like it matched the story behind the video which is dope. Yeah. Yeah. what was your favorite yeah. house project actually my favorite house project like as a fan probably ruigi and and kid studio and like in terms of like like shooting it and cutting it probably ruigi would be like my my number one only because like um that was like my first flying the ship solo um like doing from shooting like setup to post-production because that was the first time mark wasn't there to babysit me you know what i mean like he's like yo like you know make sure you set up like you know the two-point con like uh there's lighting because there's gonna be an interview so i was nervous as hell like i was sweating setting it up making sure like all the lighting and the, the camera was on point um and i asked like jacob and, and 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 prince for the first time to come shoot and help me and help out um, so i was nervous you know i was yeah. nervous so like you know we set everything up for the interview and then all right the panel starts so panel starts cool we're shooting and Ahmed's like, yo, like, uh, let's go do the interview. So we do the interview. So I'm thinking I'm done. After the interview, I'm like, all right, cool, we're done, right? And then Ahmed's like, yo, we're going to go give Ruigi the tour. Like, Mike is up, like, Mike, at least Mike me up, and then, like, follow us around. And I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm not, I'm totally not prepared for this shit, right? <laughs> so then, like, I'm sending Jacob to, like, follow the guys out while I try to, like, get the audio situated, like, situated, like, Mike up, like, Ahmed and whatever. I didn't get the, like the chance to monitor it because he's like he's like yo let's go we gotta go I'm gonna go like you know show him around and then like kind of do the after party it's like dang but like yeah we did that like you were there we followed them around like we showed them the spots the studios like we we went to the top floor and everything and then yeah like that was probably my favorite one just because like we got to hear like Ahmed Lamar and Ruji and just chop it up you know yeah. and like it was very he, he was very unfiltered very unfiltered very intimate like very intimate you, you know, know like it's something that i always look back and and that one's always gonna go down in history and for yeah. me like you you learned it pretty quickly when when like when it comes to like house stuff it's it's very hands-on it's very quickly and it's very organic things are not really yeah planned. yeah yeah and that's why that that's that that panel and that guest like holds like top spot for me just because like it was very like freestyle and he was like one of the only ones that stayed after and chilled out and then after the after party like he stayed back and like he kicked it with Lamar and, and Ahmed and they kicked it for like a little bit and, and you know and they they talked about some good gems and experience they had and things like that and I was like yo this is this is what like like if people like like this will like i wish people had like we had a live stream for the for people watching because like yeah that those, those stuff aside from the panel like mm -hmm. that stuff like in the studio like like the recording studio like what they talked about there was was sick you know and i was like man I i'm wish gonna throw a couple could, photos like, of, of that yeah, yeah yeah i think i have them actually shot on film so i didn't even think i want i didn't even want to shoot digital because it's one of those things where it was so intimate and it yeah. was so we were in the studio for like maybe an hour so i was like yo yep. i don't even want to shoot this on digital because sometimes digital doesn't even give it justice so i just shot the whole thing on film so if you guys are probably seeing this where i'm throwing up a couple photos or we can't be throwing up the video but uh whenever it comes up whenever that part comes out <laughs> you'll see it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was dope, man. I was like, man. And when Mark was like, yo, how'd it go? I was like, it was good. But like that that second, that after part, like threw me, like that was the biggest curveball I've had, like in like my shooting career probably because it's just like I was not expecting it. I was thinking, all right, cool. That was smooth sailing. Like my first like house shoot solo without Mark, like Mark's the producer. He's just like, all right. <laughs> You know, come like, here, this like, do that. Easy. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, all right, like, like I was in charge. So, like, if I fucked it up, it was on me, you know? Like, you know, they'd probably be like, yo, like, Mark, who is this kid? Like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, you know? But, like, mm. thankfully, like, I grinded it out and just kind of, like, went with the flow, so. Now it's like, you just go with the flow. You're like, I'm expecting everything to come at me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's, and like, ever since then, I, like, you know, when Ahmed's like, yo, come follow me, like, I told Jacob, I'm like, yo, like, if Ahmed tells you to follow him, you follow him, like, Prince, it's the same thing, like, you know, like, because you, you never know, like, sometimes they'll just be, like, spur the moment, like, yo, we're gonna go talk to our guests, like, come, come here, I need you to capture yeah. it, and, like, you're totally not expecting it, right, but those are the best, best footage sometimes, the best, the best of the best, yeah, yeah, I actually wanted to talk about your I, I don't think it's underrated, but for me, I think it's the most underrated because you probably didn't talk about it too much, but um, the Canadian women's team qualifying recap video. That video was crazy. Because I remember, I remember seeing it, I was like, oh, this, this guy's out of the country. I'm like, I swear yeah. we had to shoot, like, I, I swear we had, like, some house event to do, like, in, like, five days after that. And I see yeah. that. So just talk about like that video and like how I felt in the ambiance, you know? Um, yeah, like again, like um like yeah, we shot like I think we shot like on a Wednesday, like the house event, and then like Mark hit me up a, a couple of days after he's like, Yo, like would you be on go to Belgium? I'm like Belgium, like what's in Belgium? because um, like prior to that we like maybe like early that week, we shot like the OVO um team canada jersey like collaboration so then i thought all right cool like we shot that that's cool we're done uh he asked me i was like yo you, would you be down to go to belgium I was like belgium what's up belgium what's your team canada i was like well let me know when and i can kind of make arrangements so i made arrangements and like um we got flown out to uh, me mark and edison flew out to belgium we captured like um the games kind of like some some practices things like that so yeah, I was there for like pretty much a week and just following them around, documenting and just kind of cutting videos like right after practices and after games. And they would post it on their Instagram and stuff. So, That's you dope. know, like, yeah, it was, it was pretty dope. And like, like just to, just to, it was like that Olympic atmosphere because they were qualifying for the Olympics, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. so like, I'm like, man, this sadly, is dope. Sadly, like, got pushed back. <laughs> yeah, you know, but like, if, if, if qualifiers are like that, like I could just imagine like how like Olympics would be, you know. Please, please tell me you had some waffles and fries right out there. Oh hell yeah. You know <laughs> I had waffles and fries and freaking the chocolates and the wa- and like you know, like oh I oh. can't have any I can't have any Belgian waffles like anywhere else. I go to Dimitri's, I was like, yo, this nah, is, this it's like not the same, man. It's bro. not the same, man. It's not the same. Not people the same. people like the waffles probably the most famous thing that they have but people underrate the fries and the chocolate the fries is crazy crazy man like i at the at the dome where they played at um they had like this food truck and they sold like waffles and they sold the fries and like during halftime or after game like i had to hit that up man 
Like, You're it's like, so bro, good, I'm, man. I'm about to eat, like, crap for the next week, but Trust it is me, what it man. is. You know, we're in Belgium. But, yo, when in Rome or at that time, when in Belgium, man, like, you had to do it, man, so. But how's, like, the, like, the weather out there? Like, I'm pretty sure it, it is cold out there, right? Yeah, it was, it was pretty, like, when we were there, it was pretty good, man. Like, it was a little windy, a couple rainy days, but other than that, like, I know back home, like, a couple of days, it was it was snowing. People, I would see people's stories, and it's, like, snowing. I'm, like, it's nice here, man. Like, it's warm <laughs> enough where I could wear, like, a light jacket and just kind of chill yeah. out, you know, walk around. Like, I scooted around a little bit with those those e-scooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I scooted around a little bit, kind of, like, sight, like, went sightseeing. Like, I was there, because Mark... Mark and Edison went for like the first like few days, yeah. And then I came like in the middle, so we spent like a couple of days together, and then I finished off the last leg uh, without them. So, you know, but yeah, it was dope, man. Good experience. Like, shout out to Mark. Mark's always hooking me up with, uh, yeah, with a lot of gigs and like you know. Mark is the goat. But he is, man. Did you did you like um? How was like your French? Like you you try we oui, we oui, out there, you know. <laughs> No, no, like, I didn't, I didn't encounter a lot of French-speaking people, like, they, I think they were speaking, like, uh, was it Dutch? Like, really? Dutch and, like, what was their, what was their language, like, German I said Belgium was French. Yeah, they do speak, but I didn't, I, like, they do, they're, like, they have, like, three, three, four languages, right? Oh, snap. But, like, I didn't, I didn't bump into, like, any French-speaking person. But yeah. I don't, I don't speak French anyway, like. Man, I haven't, I haven't tried speaking French in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you were probably forced in, like, um, high school. You did that grade 9 and you're like, I'm done with yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After grade 10, I was like, yo, I don't, it's not mandatory. I'm not taking it. Yeah. But what would, like, you as a, a videographer and editor and just, like, overall creative, you've, you've had, you, you definitely have a successful business and you have grown it to a point where you can have all these opportunities. What advice would you give to somebody just starting out today? Um, if they're just starting out today, like my, my advice is uh, just to, to keep shooting, you know, and um, you, you might look up to certain people, other, other creators might inspire you, but don't compare yourself to those people. Like don't try to be like them. Yeah. Take away some things and make, kind of make it your own. But find your own style, like find what you'd like to shoot and just keep shooting, you know, um, whether it's paid or not, like just keep shooting. Cause like, that's how you're going to get better. You know, like the money's going like to come eventually. I always tell people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might get lucky and you might get one gig and that might go to your head and be like, yo, I shot like one wedding. Like now I could not have to charge for everything. It's like, no, like build your portfolio, keep shooting. Cause you never know who's watching, you know? um as your skills get better people will notice people you know people that you don't think is watching will hit you up and be like yo i've been watching you for a while i like your stuff like you know i have a gig for you and that's how it starts right mm-hmm. um and that's how like my like how i got like connected with mark with his rice tribe like um i shot yeah. the nike air force one event for free you know mm-hmm. like they're like oh we're looking for a videographer like comment like dm us so i dm or put in my comment and I got chosen. I brought my camera. I didn't know Abby at the time. I didn't know Mark at the time. I just went in there thinking, okay, let me shoot some content and cut something for them. Right? So Mark introduced me, not knowing who he was. Abby, I met Abby. And Mark's like, yo, like if you have a special guest coming, um, 
can you, you know, can you, can you follow us around and capture that? I was like, yeah, cool. Just let me know. So sure enough, it's like Masai Ujiri comes in and like comes with his family and he comes support. Right. So I'm following them around and, and shooting stuff, trying to be a fly on the wall, not, not be invasive. I, I went home, I cut it real quick and I sent it to them. They're like, the fuck? Like you got it done already? I was like, yeah, man. Like that's, that's, this is what I do, you know? So like, yeah. And, and then Mark was like, yo, like, that's dope. Like I could use someone like you. And I was like, all right. And I saw like, look at his email and his signature is like MLSC. I was like, Oh shoot, this guy works for MLSC. Yeah. So then he asked me, he goes, yo, let's, let's hop on a call. Like, you know, so we hop on a call and he goes, yo, would you be down to shoot? Like, you know, whenever we need you, I was like, hell yeah. Like, you know, for me to get a chance to shoot for like Raptors, like Argos, TFC, like whatever. Right. Like anything MLSC, like, yeah, that was dope. And then, you know, that led, that also led me to house. Like Mark was working for house and like, he was like, Mark's like, oh, you want to shoot for house? I was like, yo, whatever, you know? I'll take also, that. I mean, like, yeah, just keep shooting. Like, you know, like always be humble. Like always like be like a worker, be in your yeah. own space. Cause you never know who's going to watch, like who's watching you and like who you're going to connect with. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you, if you think you're too big, like you're, you're like the best music video, um, you know, like producer or like, the best photographer or the best videographer like no one's ever going to be the best like you know be the best that you can be because like if you try to be like like always shoot for always shoot for the stars but like you know be the best you can be because like we all can't be the best we're all on the same field but like we all do something different that no one else can do so like always use that to your advantage you know what i mean so like yeah like just keep shooting like keep creating um, keep collaborating like collaboration is key too. like aside from pay gigs but collaboration is key to you because it, it feeds your creative soul um yeah and, and just kind of also give back like because for me like on the come up like i hit up so many photographers and videographers to, to be like yo let me shoot like let me second shoot let me shoot bts like i just kind of want to build a portfolio and everybody like didn't respond or ghosted me or be like yeah yeah whatever you know and like my boy Ronnie, Ronnie's like, yo, all right, cool. Like, you know, come shoot a wedding. So like, he gave me a chance, like Mark put me on, you know? So like, you never know who's going to put you on because just, you know, just by collaborating and, and just keep creating. So like, yeah, man, like as a young creator, like sky's the limit, man. Just don't limit yourself and don't compare yourself to other people because that'll be your downfall. Just, just keep working keep grinding get better, like work on your skills and don't be afraid to learn new things too, man. That's that's key. But the last question I want to ask you before I let you go, man, is final cut or premiere? Eesh, eesh. You know what's crazy? Like I don't like I use DaVinci. I don't even use those two. Like I use whoa, final I use a, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. You're on the color grading DaVinci? Yeah. yeah, man. I've been on DaVinci for like the last year and a half. Um like I like I like Premiere. It's too buggy for me. Like I use Premiere for like corporate stuff sometimes for house stuff. But yeah, like aside, but anything else, like if it's not corporate it's, it, or house, it's, it's literally it's crazy. The There's so many people. Like I would say a good seventy percent of the videographers that I know are switching to DaVinci. Yeah, you know it's like it's dope. Like for me, like Premiere's dope, man. Like it's it's wicked. Like if you're in if you're a YouTuber or like you're into those fancy transitions where you need to use After Effects and things like that, yeah, use it. But like I for it. me, I'm such I'm such a simple editor. Like I don't really care for like effects and transitions. I'm more of like I want to tell the story and 
and show the vibe. Yeah. You know, sometimes like there are weddings where people loved it. And I'm like, you know, you know what's crazy? I didn't use no transition. I didn't use no cross dissolves, no nothing. Like I just use simple cuts, you know, like. I feel like, I feel like simple cuts is the best because when I always, I used to like cross transitions in the Sam Calder, yeah, you know, yeah. crazy stuff. But yes. then I'm like, and that was cool in like 2014, but now yeah. like 2020, that's like super corny, I believe. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. And I was that videographer. I was that videographer. I was that videographer at one point. I was like, people loved it, but I'm like, they would get hyped, and then it was like that was it. But I'm just like, man, it did nothing for me. It's like that video sucked because I just threw in transitions and effects, and it, it's shitty. Drag you know, drop. but you love, yeah, you love that effects. You love that. And I start fo- Yeah, like, like I started focusing effect. on story, man. Once you start focusing on story, like people won't even notice that you're you're using like no effects or little effects or whatever, right? So if you focus on story, just like when you watch a movie, you watch a good movie, like there's no crazy transitions, there's no like crazy effects. Like the story is what catches you. Look at the Safety Brothers movies, like they're yeah. super simple. They're super Ooh, simple. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like they'll use like one or two effects, which is like crazy, like the, the intro effect. Yeah. Where it went from the gem into the like into the surgery, I was like, "Yo, that's nuts." If you guys haven't seen Uncut Gems, like you've seen that the premiere, actually, I actually couldn't come to that. Oh yeah, I was surprised you weren't there, man. I was actually like, I was this close to coming, but like, I had something come up with like, I had to go to like someone's birthday party or something, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not like." I can watch this movie, but I, uh, this, like they can have another birthday, but it was, it was somebody that was close to me. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's all good. Yo, it was a good experience, man. Like, that was like my first like TIFF like, event coverage. Like, um, uh, it would have been dope if like if Abel went on the red carpet and, you know, because I, I captured like Adam Sandler and all the other um, actors and actresses on there. Um, they were in the red carpet, but. I heard you know, KG's a funny guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's used, man. He's a he real is. dude. He is, yeah. man. So where could people find your socials, man? Uh, you can find me on Eddie, eddie.cam, E-D-D-I-E dot C-A-M, uh, on Instagram. I'm, I'm mainly on Instagram, but you can check out my work on eddiecristobalvideography.com. But, yeah, just search for me, Eddie Cristobal or eddie.cam. I'm going to link down below for the YouTube uh, people all his socials in the description and if you're listening to this on any other platform i'll link it down below but thanks guys for for listening to the first episode of the tmag podcast also known as the the meet and greet podcast and thanks to eddie for being my first guest ever on this podcast yo thank you for having me i appreciate you man um you know hopefully we get to do this again but in person in person um, yeah <laughs> yeah you know have that have that podcast set up you know yeah the, the literally literally the worst part about this is like i wanted to have like the sickest quality and everything and like the setup and but yeah man tough times are in but yo we're gonna stay strong stay safe um stay comfortable at home um, keep the family close and uh, I'll see you next time. Cool. Take it easy. Peace.